Welcome, Jamsters, to the Suns Jam Session Podcast. My name is John, and I'm joined by my co-host, Matthew. How are you doing today, sir? I'm doing great, John. How are you doing, man? I'm doing very, very well. We're, uh, we're recording this on Sunday morning. Uh, it's a beautiful morning out there in Phoenix, minus the fact that it's going to get hot again today. We were out there golfing yesterday. A little warm. A little warm. Yeah, you know? Got that tan, though, right? Yeah, very funny Yeah, we still lines. look white. Yeah, yeah, I'm still porcelain. I wear sunglasses, yeah. so I get like I end up looking like a, a rocket raccoon from Guardians of the Galaxy because of it. So you, you know. wish you wish you looked that good. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I was that cool, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, but I'd like to welcome all the jamsters to the Suns Jam Session podcast. Remember, you can always follow the podcast on Twitter at Suns Jam. Same handle on Instagram. You can email the show Suns Jam Session at gmail.com. Make sure you stop by our Facebook page. Make sure you subscribe to the Bright Side of the Sun Podcast Network because that is where you are listening to this podcast. So what we're going to be doing today is something a little different. Uh, I've got an email this past week from SB Nation, and SB Nation is part of Vox Media, and they're the ones that run Bright Side of the Sun. And they were proposing that in an, in an attempt to provide different podcasts an opportunity to come up with some content because we are – a diamond in a rough, I guess. We put out three podcasts a week. Rain, shine, snow, coronavirus, COVID, whatever. We're putting out podcasts. But a lot of other pods are having a hard time coming up with some content. So they said, hey, you know, here's a couple ideas. Why don't you, you know, take the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the MCU, and collide that with your local sports team. And maybe, you know, you could have some fun coming up with some content that way, whether it be comparing your uh, roster to different MCU characters or you know uh, one that I'm actually going to be writing for Bright Side of the Sun later this week is taking the characters from Guardian of the Galaxy and then pairing those with one group of misfit team in your history and you know saying who's what and you know we were kind of talking about the 0506 Suns on one of our last pods and that's actually the way I'm going to go because they were they were kind of misfits so what we're going to do today is we're going to actually invite in a special guest an MCU expert because although I love talking about Marvel movies and I could sit there and tell you my top three, I would also like to hear the top three of an expert. And frankly, why my opinions suck on Marvel movies, because I truly don't know them the way that a lot of people do. What about you, Matthew? Well, you have basic opinions, which is fine. Like I'm everyone ba- does. I'm but, a basic bitch. Yeah, you're a basic bitch. No one wants to listen to basic stuff on the pod. They want the experts, dude. So we had someone fly in special. Yes. Someone special lives right down the street, but flew yes. in still for some reason. Yeah, f- flew in on yeah. Zoom, right? Like yeah. not literally flew in. Yeah, exactly. It's not, it's not safe to fly out there right now. <laughs> should we introduce her though? Like right now? Well, or do you want well, to, let, should let we me, wait a little bit? Let me crack open this beer and okay. we'll talk about our top three Marvel movies of all time and the Phoenix Suns rosters, MCU uh, characters right after I start drinking this song, bitch. All right, so we're going to welcome welcome in a very, very special guest. Matthew, would you do the honors? I will. This is a really big fan of the show. She's listened to every pod up to this point, and now she's finally on a pod. She's been begging, begging for years. The emails just don't this stop is, coming from this one. No, <laughs> this is my sister, Stephanie Lissy. How are you doing, Stephanie? I'm good. How are you, Matthew? Good, good. Thanks for being on the pod. Oh, you know, no problem. <laughs> 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 
we woke her up on Sunday morning and be like, tell us about Marvel. Share yes. us. Give us your knowledge. <laughs> this is going to be a treat. So, but Steph, I got to ask you, what yeah. made you a Marvel uh, fan? How long have you been a fan? And just drop a little knowledge on us to let us know how you are so much cooler than we are for knowing all this shit. <laughs> well, uh, let's see. I became a fan when I was probably in third or fourth grade and the animated X-Men TV show was on. And then that's when I started falling in love with superheroes and comics. And yeah, then I just, since then, it's just been uh, a passion of mine. So I'm excited to actually get my nerd feelings out there and <laughs> let everybody know. Um, what their opinions should be about the movies. <laughs> yes, that's what I'm talking about. <laughs> so, uh, so real quick, of all of the MCU universe, who is your favorite character? Um, Rogue from X-Men. She's my favorite because that, that was my childhood favorite. But, you know, I love Thor and I also love Daredevil quite a bit. So I, I have... forgot about Daredevil. Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. he's the best. You can't forget about the street heroes. So, uh, yeah, yeah, he's he yeah. is the best. That blind bastard. I uh, know. <laughs> Matthew, who's your favorite uh, MCU superhero of all time? You know, that's a tough question. Uh, I would have to say just because he's tattooed on my body somewhere. Uh, you know, if you get to know me, you might get to see it. Uh, Gambit from X-Men. And it's kind of weird because, like, <laughs> Stephanie likes Rogue. And then I like yeah. Gambit. And it's kind of it's like, yeah, maybe it shouldn't be that way because we're brother and sister. But I've always been a big Gambit fan. And, well, hold uh, on. For us non-nerds out there, what, yeah. are they like lovers or something in X-Men? The off and on, right, Steph? No, they're actually married now, but yeah, oh, they've been off now. and on for years. <laughs> <laughs> but, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah Mona Me. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, he's French. Yeah. 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 I'm a. Steph. I used to who's, love Gambit as a kid. So, so one thing about Steph is she's an artist, and I think that I'm an artist as well, and I learned how to draw from reading comics. And uh, just going kind of down that rabbit hole right around the same age as you, Steph. I was probably in about third grade. And I just start. I fell in love with comics. I loved Gambit. Wolverine. I absolutely love Wolverine. I think Spider-Man, though, just as a kid, he was my favorite. He's the one I used to draw all the time. Between, like, I used to read the comic books with, like, him versus Venom and him versus uh, Carnage. And I just, oh, yeah. I, I like those. But, like, the older I grew, the, the, I realized more and more, like, Peter Parker and Spider-Man is just a nerd. So if I was just to go off mm. pure coolness, it's Wolverine. Am I wrong? Uh, that, that's a basic answer right there. Sorry. <laughs> it is. Everybody loves Wolverine. Wolverine. Yeah, everyone loves Wolverine. Everybody yeah. loves Wolverine. Everybody loves Spider-Man. So Damn. I'm... A comic book, what do you do? You stick one of them in, in the comics, that's for sure. And they don't have to stick around for long. They just have to be there to sell the first couple of issues and them <laughs> out of there. But Genius. The readers and, yeah. Yeah. Just got Wolverine like smokes a cigar at the very beginning of a comic book and he just takes off into the yeah, on his motorcycle yeah. in the sunset. <laughs> Pretty much. It was like a Gambit series that was out in the 90s. And that's what happened. They they kind of put him in there for like maybe once one uh, one comic book and then he was out. But trying to make sure they sell it, you know. See, that is fantastic yeah. insight. You're only going to get on Sun's Jam stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I actually read those comics. So I did too. I remember those because yeah. that's where I learned how but, to draw Gambit. He was just so cool. That's yeah. where it, your tattoo is, Matthew, is the cover of one of those. Yeah. The first uh, comic from that. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'll be taking numbers after the uh, podcast. See if anyone wants to see it. So we should see that. See we'll that. Put a, we'll put a Twitter poll out there and see if people actually want to see it. And three people will vote. 
It'll be you, me, and some random person like always <laughs> that breaks the tie. My yeah. mom, right? All right. All right. Well, so let's get into the top three Marvel movies for each of us. Okay. So uh, just tell, you know, we'll go around. We'll start with uh, Steph. Well, no, we'll, we'll end with Steph because she has actually the yeah. expert opinion. She'll tear us apart. She'll tear ours apart. <laughs> Uh, yeah. So we'll start with number three. Matthew, what's your number three MCU movie of all time? All right. So these top three things, you always know I'm a cheater. I always cheat with these top threes. I like to sneak stuff in. So the Iron Man series, I'm choosing as my number three. Um, just because, series? Yeah, the whole series. Sorry. Just do that. That's cheating. They all <laughs> mesh together so now, well. Anyways, I'm ignoring all of you guys right now. I'm going to continue. <laughs> so the Iron Man series, just because he's my favorite character, he's, he's an asshole. And everyone wants to date the asshole, but, you know, everyone gives him a chance because he's not that much of an asshole, but he, he's, he's a hero too as well. Um, that's another reason why I like it. I just like it because I like, um, oh my gosh, Robert Downey Jr. I think he's a great actor and I love all the movies because they're just very good movies. You can sit down and watch all three of them and they mesh well together. So I chose all three of them. Are you a big fan of uh, St. Elmo's Fire? Oh, what is that? Is that a movie he's in? Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, I haven't seen it. Okay. So I, I nerd out a little bit more, I guess, when it comes to movies in their history. Uh, yeah. St. Elmo's Fire is a great movie from the uh, 80s. Um, oh, okay. It's one of those old uh, Brat Pack, you know, with like Emilio Estevez and all those kids. But anyways, uh, so you chose like seven movies. How many Iron Mans are there? There are three? There's three. Yeah. The second one was really bad, I think. Maybe it was the third yes. one. That is the one with Mickey. Uh, what's his name? Rourke? Oh, Ricky. Yeah, that was fun. I thought it was fun. With his <laughs> that's, a, that's a basic opinion, Matthew. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's all you're going to get. All right, so you'll notice a theme with all of my movies, uh, and I'll get to that when I get to my number one, I guess. Uh, but my number three is Thor Ragnarok. I absolutely love this movie. It's, I believe it's directed by Taika Waititi, who also does What We Do in the Shadows, and he just did uh, Jojo Rabbit, which is, they're quirky kind of movies, and they're shot a little bit differently. And after watching Dark World, I believe that was the second one, right, Steph? Yeah, that one's a... It was, I, that one was, like, horrible, right? Painful. Yeah, oh, painful. Yeah, it was just, it went very dark. You know, the first Thor was okay. The second one went really dark, and all of a sudden you have this third one, and you're, you know, you're going to go see it just because the previews are really cool. It had like uh, Led Zeppelin playing in the previews. And you're like, okay, mm -hmm. this looks exciting. And you show up to the movie theater and right off the bat, it's hysterical. You got Thor, he's like upside down, like going around, you know, before he kills some guy with a huge head or something and he's chained up. And it's just like, there's just instant little humor along the way. And I just, I found it really, really funny and entertaining. It's full of the action, him versus the Hulk. Yeah. Uh, you know, you got... Uh, I believe it's, I think it's Taika Waititi who plays the guy. He's like, oh, his name's Doug. Oh, what up, new Doug? I don't know. It's just like. Oh, that's the guy who directed it too? Yeah, that's, I think. Yeah. Talking about? Taika Waititi. Whisper Court? Yes, yes. Sorry, it sounded like him. I didn't know if that was who you were talking Thank about. Thank you. No, you yeah. actually knew his name. Court? Is yeah, just throw name? the names out there, Steph, when you know him. Because we're going to be like, that one dude that does this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he, you know, he's got flames coming out of his asshole. He's like, oh, fire butt. You know, like. Oh, Matthew Lucy. <laughs> <laughs> but that's my number three it's thor ragnarok so steph what do you got at number three my number three is iron man um because iron man was literally a created that was <laughs> a character that was created by stan lee um uh, larry lieber and you know jack kirby had a hand in it things like that but um he was basically created to be a character that they they wanted to like put out there that nobody could possibly like that was their objective 
They wanted to make the most unlikable character they possibly could, and they did. Um, he was not popular. Nobody really liked him until that movie, and nobody really gave superhero movies that big of a chance um, until this came out. Because before this, we had the Incredible Hulk with uh, American History X. What's that guy's name? Uh, Ed Norton. Oh, Thank yeah. And I mean, that one could have been okay. It was okay. You know, it was forgettable. So that's hard. Um, but the Iron Man movie really got me excited um and actually made me like iron man which it did to every other person in the world everybody started liking iron man after that right because yeah they made him hilarious and uh so smart and yeah. everything he is he kind of was in the comics but you know he was more of a more of a dick in the comics <laughs> if that's possible yeah. so yeah iron man is the one that got it all kind of going for me yeah, I mean, that's what jump-started it all. It came out in 2008. I had it as my honorable mention, and you guys both hit Iron Man, so I'm glad that you did, because that is what kind of launched everything. Because before that, like you said, there was a bad Incredible Hulk. Uh, the Spider-Man series had just wrapped up with uh, Tobey Maguire, and that just wasn't very good. Oh, yeah, because that's Sony. Sony owns that. That's why that one was a mess. Yeah, it was, yeah. It, was it was not entertaining. Like, when he's, like, walking around to, like, staying alive or whatever it was. You're oh, like, my gosh, oh. man. So embarrassing. That didn't and seem like it was part of the movie, right? That seemed yeah. like... It's like, what it am was, I watching? I know, yeah. it was weird. Yeah. And the dude from uh, that 70s show played <laughs> Venom, which made no sense, and he was just terrible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yes, Eric he's Foreman. so little. Yeah. Everybody <laughs> was, was upset. so terrible, man. And that's another thing that gets comic book fans really upset is if they don't keep true to the physical portrayal of the character as well so it's hard when you have this little tiny 110 pound guy playing venom who's gigantic uh, it's just it's kind of it seems shallow but it's true but i mean that makes sense though because so much of comic books is the physique is how that that oh, yeah. character is portrayed in comics so why would you zag from that when so many people are used to seeing that i mean it's yeah you know, you know you you'd like to say well, you know, physical appearance is superficial, but I mean, it's so important to comic books, right? Yeah, it is. Uh, that's that's probably like 90% of the reason why nerds go and grab comic books. The women, the way they're drawn, things like that. The men are ridiculous, you know? Everybody's Dem like bulges. Gone. Yeah, it just looks like, like porn stars. Everybody looks like a porn yeah. star. <laughs> all right, so Matthew, what's your number two MCU movie of all time? Number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. The okay. second one, they're both great, but the second one was just, I, I think it, it should have been my number one probably, but um, this one just had it all, man. It was funny, like you said, like the Thor Ragnarok from the get-go. Uh, you had awesome characters. The dude with the blue mohawk, who is that, Stephanie, that does a whistle thing with the... Yondu. Yeah, the, the soundtrack, everything where he kills everyone in that prison. Oh, yeah. the Come um, a Little Bit Closer by Jamie Yeah, that Americans? is yeah. probably that the best, that's moment. the best scene out of all these movies. I yeah. love that scene. Um, but just the back and forth between the characters, like the snarky remarks, um, Dave Batista from WWE playing, uh, gosh, what is his Drax? Drax. Drax. Drax That's, that, that was tough to remember. Yeah. Like he, he's hilarious, but it's just a serious story too in the end. And just, uh, everything just was perfect. I think it was a 10 out of 10 movie. Um, and the thing is like, no one really knew who these guys were. But it ended up being like the best two movies out of the whole universe, I think, even though no one really knew who the Guardians were. It's funny when you ask us anything related to the Suns, we can rattle it off. But when it comes to comic book movies, I'm like, the big green guy. Uh, what's <laughs> yeah. his name? Uh, <laughs> I'm actually going to agree with Matthew. That was my number two is Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2. 
uh, I'm, thank you, Matthew, for not choosing the entire, you know, both of them like you did with the Iron Mans. And yeah, sneaking, like two really, extra movies. What a uh, <laughs> yeah, what the heck was that? I thought those were <laughs> I like to top cheat, three. Dude. That's why I was I so like to get ahead, you know? <laughs> but uh, I agree completely. The story was fantastic in this one. From start to finish, it was great. Yeah, Patrick, or not Patrick Sweezy. Poor guy, rest in peace. Uh, uh, who's his dad? Oh, oh uh, Kurt Russell. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I was just watching Lost or the Lost in New York. Oh, what's the, the New York Lost movie? Escape from New York. Yeah, oh, Escape, Escape from New York. Yeah, good movie. Right, yeah. So, but Kurt Russell's great in this movie. Start to finish, it's just entertaining. The Yondu, like in the first movie, Yondu's like you know you see him a little bit and you see the uh, the arrow, but I mean the cinematic way that they presented that while they're playing, come a little closer, is come a little bit closer, is one of the best uh, action scenes in all of the MC movies, in my opinion. I mean, it is just so well done. Uh, and I just, to the, to your point, I mean, one, the soundtrack is just fantastic. And two, I remember when they were doing previews for the first guardians of the galaxy, I'm like, okay, now they're just making movies just for the hell of it. Now, of course I'm not all, you know, I don't know anything about Thanos or anything and how they're all tying it all together and how integral, uh, having the guardians of the galaxy are there. Cause that introduces that whole, you know, uh, character list into the Avengers eventually, but I was just like, okay, a tree, a raccoon, and like Chris Pratt. I'm like, this is just getting ridiculous. And then you see the first one, and it's just the funniest one. You're nonstop laughing. And then they put out volume two, and they top it. And it was just unbelievable. They obi top into that one. So yeah. uh, we agree on number two. So, Steph, what do you got at number two? Uh, number two for me is uh, Thor Ragnarok, actually. Uh, I love the first Thor also, probably – it's a kind of a tie for me for number three with Iron Man because it really uh, got me excited about Marvel movies. So uh, I, I love how they made his character um, grow. That sounds so cliche. Everybody says that about. <laughs> well, I just like the way uh, how how strong he became in his shows, like how strong Thor actually is, and this whole thing with his dad about him not knowing if he has a strength to pull through and you know that kind of that I just I liked that aspect of it and also it was just cool fight scenes it showed him fighting Hulk and Hulk and him have gone toe-to-toe multiple times and it it kind of comes out it can go either way you know Hulk can beat him or he can beat Hulk kind of thing and it's just that's a big nerd debate too is who's stronger Hulk or Thor and I'm just going to say it drives me crazy because I think Thor is stronger because I like he, Thor better. He's yeah. a god too, right? I mean. Yeah, he is. And then especially like, you know, when he inherits the powers of his father, he's pretty much unstoppable. So I just lo- I just thought that movie was hilarious. And uh, the way they did it was, it was just really well done. And like I said, I just yeah. liked how, how they made Thor look as strong as he is in the comics. They portrayed it well in this movie because the ones prior not too sure he's just kind of like this arrogant you know kind of a jerk you know people see him that way like uh, kind of a douche uh, but <laughs> his personality is the best because in the comics he's portrayed as he is arrogant he's supposed to be you know uh, but he's also very much like well this fight looks impossible but I'm still going to give it my all because it's the right thing to do and I think I can do it regardless of what people say and I admire people with that personality that's why I love Thor so I thought it was portrayed well in that movie and that's why it's number two that is some in-depth analysis so question for you steph <laughs> yeah uh long-haired thor or short-haired thor long hair all yeah. long hair all the way that's oh, like yeah. a- stephanie i don't even want to see chris hemsworth without that long hair and beard i don't 
totally different look, right? Yeah, like, I mean, he, of course he's an attractive guy with his hair short, but he's not Thor. Like, I, yeah. I mean, and as coming from a real nerd, like, you literally fall in love with the characters and to see them portrayed like perfectly like that, oh man, just, it's the bees. <laughs> 10 out of 10 on oh, Chris yeah. Hemsworth. Yeah, he did great. <laughs> if you ain't Thor, hit the door. That's what I say. <laughs> All right, so so Matthew, what do you got at number one? Number one is Thor Ragnarok. Oh my God, so Thor Ragnarok <laughs> oh hit, gosh, hit yeah. all of ours. That's awesome, though. That's but awesome. It's, we all agree. It's because Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two is so funny, but then you got Thor Ragnarok. That's really funny, but the story I feel like is just like an awesome story. Like it's just, uh, it's really yeah. Like you said, it's deep. The thing with him and his dad, and I think too. Uh, you take all of that, which was nothing that I just said, and then you put in uh, <laughs> uh, Mr. Goldblum in it too to oh, play the yeah. villain. So Hilarious. just having them in there is like the cherry on the Sunday for this uh, movie. So um, from start to finish, great. Uh, it was it was close. So it was between those two movies, Guardians Volume Two and Thor Ragnarok. But I just thought Thor is a better character. He's obviously one of everyone's favorites now. But yeah, he wasn't really before the sorry. Oh, what? Right. No, I know, I but like after this movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. After the first Thor movie, I feel like people really got to know who he was because before yeah. everybody, a lot of people thought he was lame. Like, oh, Norse oh, mythology, yeah. blah, blah, blah. See, yeah, I didn't know that. <laughs> um, but yeah, anyways, uh, that's just, I don't know, I just, I, I can watch that one. Usually the way I made this list is like, if I can just rewatch them on TV, um, definitely anytime this one's on, I'm going to watch it for sure. Yeah, it is definitely, I would say, of... Uh, uh, of all of the uh, MCU movies, I feel like it might be the most rewatchable because you always pick up something different every time you watch it. And yeah. it, it's just, I don't know. I just think it's so funny. So, you know, kind of driving the point home on Thor, what, what, what are your thoughts on uh, Thor once he, you know, hits that belly in Endgame? Oh, I have a whole rant about that. Are you ready oh, for that? Br- like- yeah, bring it. <laughs> so Thor, that's not his personality. Let's just get that out of the way right now. Thor doesn't doubt himself um he has once before in the comics and he's and he's lost the power to uh wield uh Mjolnir, which is the name of his hammer mm-hmm. um because he was told that people don't believe in gods anymore or need gods anymore that made him lose some some of his mojo he gets it back you know that whole thing but in the comics he doesn't get depressed about life he goes through a lot in life obviously he's a god he goes on he lives thousands of years whatever um, he's not going to get depressed as to where he ever gets fat or anything like that. He's very much like he was in Avengers Infinity War. The way he's like, the, his personality where he's like, well, I don't care how big he is. We're going to fight him and we're going to kill Thanos. Like he doesn't care what people tell him. Like that, He's going to do it, right? He's got that confidence. And then all of a sudden, you know, things happen. Um, and he's just this depressed fat slob that makes, it makes no sense. And, and that kind of, that that killed the movie for me, to be honest with you. I mean, not only was Hulk not doing anything, but neither was Thor. Like they didn't really. He and it just he didn't have. He should have just been able to kill Thanos, and that should have been it. Like that should have <laughs> been the end of it. And then Brie Larson comes in as Captain Marvel. She's supposed to be super powered. I just <laughs> was not a big fan of that movie. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. I, well, I, I, I'm glad it's not my number one. Uh, <laughs> I will say that Thor in Endgame gave people like me hope because I knew I could actually be Thor for Halloween. I got the beer, I got the beer gut. I could just walk around with beer and be Thor for Halloween. So 
I was really, I'm really looking forward to that this year if there is indeed a Halloween because who knows, COVID, man. So uh, thank you for that expert insight, as always. Uh, my number one, so we got Matthew's got Thor Ragnarok as number one. Mine's Deadpool. I absolutely okay. love Deadpool. Uh, I'm a huge Ryan Reynolds fan. I've been watching him since he used to be on a show called uh, Two Guys, A Girl in a Pizza Place. It was like on the WB or something and when, and when I was in like high school. And he's always just had that quick-witted humor, you know, he's Van Wilder. And then he gets the opportunity to write and have uh, Deadpool made. And it's just nonstop funny. So, again, you know, I was talking about you'll see a theme in my top three. I like the action, but I like the humor. And, you know, comedy is such a hard uh, line to walk these days. And if you can do it successfully, it's, uh, it's money in the bank. And all three of the movies that I mentioned, they have great subtle humor. It's not trying to be overly funny to the point where you're like, okay, this is annoying. Like, it's just, it's smart humor. And Brian Reynolds kind of personifies that. And Deadpool for me is just, you know, it's raunchy. I think it was the first rated R MCU movie, right, Steph? Well, is it uh, even MCU? Not, it's not. So the, the Does it not count? Does my number one count? <laughs> it count. We'll let it I count. Mean, yeah, we'll let it count. Because there's other mentionables like Deadpool. Like, uh, so Fox still owns Deadpool. No, you're right. Deadpool. He, damn it. So, I failed at this. But but, but um, Marvel owns them again, so you know I feel like. Yeah, but he wasn't in Endgame, so I got to pick somebody from Endgame. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy one. There you go. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it, Deadpool's so good. No, it is really good. Yeah, it's, it's good. Man. Definitely, it's, the second one's really funny too. Oh, but, both of them. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, Deadpool's a great character too because anytime he's a he's another seller, he put him in. A yeah but, uh, he's got that he's cult got, following like, the, he's uh he's he's like a perverted uh doesn't give a crap what happens uh attitude and he's just hilarious um, yeah. so um but yeah he's there's a lot of character that characters that he's picked up with and stuff like uh <laughs> it's interesting like if once you start reading the comics you know like all how everybody intertwines and you just i don't know it's interesting but yeah he's he's a hell of a show He's a hoe for show. All right. Uh, so, Steph, what's your number one? Uh, my number one is going to be Marvel's The Avengers. Uh, the first Avengers movie. I, when they all came together and Cap was directing everybody on where to go and, um, you know, Hulk just went and smashed and he destroyed the giant alien caterpillar thing. I can't remember what that's called. But, um, yeah, stuff like that. Like, it was just... It was a movie. It was a, literally like an epic movie. And after I saw it, I could not stop thinking about that movie for at least two or three weeks. Like just so cool to me. Um, definition of what a superhero movie should be. Um, and yeah, I just thought it was just great. It was just portrayed so well on screen. Yeah. And what I what I loved about that movie too is after it, like the I think it was what was it Iron Man where he got a lot of crap because all the buildings and everything killed like all every everything that was destroyed in the city ended up killing people like you know oh, yeah. the city. Superman I think I don't know if they no, really remember, touched too much what was on it that, where um Iron Man was going to the elevator and the lady's like oh because of what oh, you did yes, the aliens yes. was that Iron Man or was that uh, Civil War I think that was Civil War actually I think it yeah, was it was yeah but anyway Civil sorry. War was in my top five for sure yeah but anyway, I just, that's what I always thought when these aliens and stuff come through they destroy so many buildings it's like 
so much money and uh, a lot well, of people died. Well, at least died. they evacuated just... people, you know. They tried oh, did they? Okay, see, I didn't yeah. know that. Did they? Yeah, they, they did. They oh, tried. Okay. Yeah, Good. they tried to get everybody out of there, and that was a I'm big so deal. And... <laughs> but no, it's okay. And the other, uh, like, Avengers movies, The Age of Ultron, they really focused mm-hmm. on getting people out of buildings and things like that. Unlike in Superman, where they, yeah. uh, that was Ugh. just, that was terrible. And I think, too, because Zod and him are equal strength. So... When they fight, it's like nobody's getting hurt. You don't see any black eyes or anything like that. Like yeah. they just, it's just like a nonstop thing, and they're just destroying buildings. It's kind of lame. The only know? people getting yeah. hurt get, are us. Yeah, you, yeah. Poor, poor DC. God, I feel bad. Like I, I totally whiffed on this one. <laughs> no, you're, <clears throat> you're fine, dude. I will say though, I mean, Steph hit on something when that first Avengers came out. It was unbelievably epic because the way that they released all the different movies was done so well and actually like had a, a thought and a game plan. So you had great backstories on everybody except like black widow and Hawkeye, which you don't need a fucking backstory for. And when they all come together to be the Avengers in that first movie, you're just like, yes. I mean, it was like, it was bonerific. I mean, it was yeah. awesome. You're but like, black is- widow is, isn't she getting uh, her yeah. own series now? Yeah. It's going to be yeah. good. You, yeah. have to, you have to watch it. Red Guardian's in it. That's the guy. Um, he's like the Russian version of Captain America. They dated a long time. I don't know if they're nice. gonna be dating in this. I but like he's the guy already. from uh, Stranger Things. Uh, Hopper. Jim Hopper. What's his oh, name? Oh, is he? Right? Wow. Yeah. Oh, Very cool. Yeah. So, yeah. And Yelena Belova, she's gonna be yeah. in it. And that's like Black Widow's villain. Um, like I guess Arch Nemesis? Yes, thank you. Yes. Um, she's actually slept with Deadpool because she thought he was funny, so... <laughs> There you yeah, go. His, Boom. Deadpool. Humor gets in a lot of places that his yeah. mug can't. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, real, real quick, let's take a break. Welcome back from, from the break. I hope you enjoyed those ads. Uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to go through the current Suns roster, and we're going to compare them to different characters from the MCU. Uh, Steph probably doesn't know too much about the Phoenix Suns, so what I'm actually going to do right now is I'm going to share my screen, and what that's going to do is give her an opportunity to uh to see some different players faces and she's purely going to make these assumptions based on the way that they look okay well i i had um just like some kind of like descriptions of these dudes i don't know like just like their actually attributes and stuff on the court kind of and how they are outside so maybe that can help a little bit more too perfect perfect so let's start with ricky rubio okay so Matthew, if you want to give us kind of your description and who you think he would be in the MCU. Yeah. Ricky Rubio. So this guy, long hair, great looking guy. He has a man bun, but we'll excuse it with this guy because he <laughs> is, he's foreign. Uh, he is a leader of the team. He has great vision. And uh, he is, like I said, a great leader, but he can help the young guys improve. I don't know if that's anybody that you can think of in the Marvel universe that's the leader, kind of like Captain America, I guess, maybe something like that. But he has long hair, uh, probably the sexiest guy on the team. I don't know. What do you think, Steph? I mean, to be honest, I don't think there's anybody that's unattractive in that's the true, Marvel right? world. They're not allowed <laughs> yeah. to be, right? No. Well, uh, he's not really unattractive basketball players either. So, uh, Yeah, no, not at no, all. We'll get to Dario Saric here in a second. Oh, yeah. He's, he's not bad. All right. Oh, the guy at the bottom? Yeah. Looks like he got ran over. Um, oh, so, no, he's – that picture, it's a rough picture. Yeah. Uh, sorry, that's that's me. Um, no, Ricky Rubio, I mean, if he sounds like the leader, then, yeah, he does 
he i mean it, just because he has long hair matthew pointed that out three times um i don't think it matters he can still be, <laughs> yeah <laughs> he can still be cap or captain america okay um if he's the one leading the team and he's showing everybody you know the rookies the routes and things like that then yeah, yeah he's definitely cap but nice all right that's what i was thinking too so okay yeah, i actually cool. had i had thor for ricky rubio yeah just because of long hair like right? he had the long hair yeah. and he's like from i feel like he's from another planet yeah if, uh, you, if you hear this guy talk stuff it's you know he's like hey he talks like this hey oh, hey dance fans like, hey, so, yeah. <laughs> we'll see so, i don't know if that's right thor <laughs> so that's oh, a that's fine, so we got though. two two caps and a thor for ricky rubio all right so moving on we have uh, the, the, the franchise, if you will, Devin Booker. So, yeah. Matthew, what's your description on D-Book? Well, he's the all-star of the team. Basically, he's – the reason people come to watch the Suns would be Devin Booker and other fans of the NBA would watch the Suns because of Devin Booker. So, who's the guy in the Marvel Universe that sells the most? I know, I know you said you can throw Deadpool in anything and you can sell anything with Deadpool in it. Would it be like a Deadpool or would it be someone else that, like, you know, sells comic books – quickly and also you put them in a movie it's going to be watched instantly well if you're doing it from quickly and if it's going to be watched instantly like that's that's completely different in my opinion so okay. i think that uh it'll be i mean somebody's gonna say something else but that's fine um i think that he'd probably be the thor because when i went to go see Endgame and avengers Endgame, yeah i was so angry because it reminded me of the time when i went to go see a son's game and booker got ejected i think it was what how far into the game <laughs> yeah oh, yeah and we're okay. sitting next to these guys and they're like what he's like i paid for booker i felt <laughs> the same way about thor i wanted to yell at the theater as soon as i saw him useless and fat i was like i paid nice. for thor so that's what it that's uh he kind of reminds me of that and also he picked the number one they picked their yeah. own numbers i don't know yeah yeah. Uh, yeah so he's obviously got a lot of confidence oh uh, yeah you know what I mean? Then that's what Thor's all about is having confidence to do yeah. whatever regardless. Um, with Devin Booker too, he's currently he's hanging out with Kendall Jenner, but like, I think they've been friends for like years, but if you were a superhero, would you date Kendall Jenner or would you date somebody else? Or a superhero? Yeah. Date? Who um, would you be caught hanging out going to Sedona with? <laughs> um, Natalie Portman. I, yeah, no, I'm just saying, like, I don't know. I guess if you're a superhero, I would choose someone other than Kendall Jenner. I mean, she's she's cute. I don't know. She's a, yeah, she's a little little thin, but yeah, a little she's, thin. She's a lot of thin. Yeah, she's yeah, a it's too too. much. It's too much. Well, cause, you know, she's a whole model thing. Yeah, but, that's true. Yeah. I'm not trying to be. I don't kid. know. I mean, if I had, I would. I mean, this is gonna sound terrible. Maybe pick one of her thicker sisters, but that's awful. <laughs> but still, like, I would. That's what, dude. Everyone I date, that's what they say to me too. So. <laughs> Pick one of your thicker <laughs> 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 All right, oh who we got gosh. next, John? Well, hold on. Uh, did you have anyone on this? Oh, sorry. Matthew? Oh, no. Actually, Booker, I didn't know who to choose, but Thor is a great answer, man. So here's, here's my great. answer. I actually, okay. I, li I like my answer on this one. For me, he's Doctor Strange because hmm. Doctor Strange can, controls like time and like can move throughout the universe. And in my opinion, Booker controls the franchise. Like he is any demand he wants the team's going to jump and they're going to try to make him ha as happy as possible so he's kind of like the doctor strange manipulating the pieces around for the sun's franchise that could ultimately lead to success or failure so that was my oh, okay no, that's good, good man that's that was really good i like nerd that. now well thought out Very that nice. is that is also another movie that's really underrated i feel is that doctor, doctor strange, strange movie was oh amazing. yeah that was good. 
good story, good uh, good graphics, badass graphics, dude. Yeah, it was really good. All right, so next up we have Matthew's favorite guy, and that is Kelly Oubre Jr. Yeah, a, get, let's hear a description. He's got a saucy Matthew. little picture there, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, he's he's a dude, saucy little man. He's fashionable, fashionable guy. He uh, very sexy guy, very sexy player to watch play. Just meaning like his game. If you watch his game, it's just based on just being sexy. If that makes any sense, he shakes his head a lot. Uh, I, he's very um, over the top, dramatic. Um, he's not he's really a leader. Man. He's not a leader. He he's a good guy. Seems like on the court, very friendly guy. I don't know. This guy's kind of hard to describe for me. Like, do you have anything else to describe Kelly Uber with John? Like, because I, I think he's sexy I mean, and shakes your head. Yeah, shakes well, head. but he's <laughs> but he's the soul of the team. He's the there you go. He's, he's the, the soul. soul you know, he he he's yeah. the vibe. He's you know if if, yeah. if he's playing well and and having a good time, everybody picks up on it and they play better because of him. You know, he's yeah, kind of the heartbeat perfect. of the soul. So he's Iron Man. Yes, exactly. Oh. I agree. He's Iron. There Man. you go. Oh my, this is awesome. Yeah, yeah. he's totally like Iron Man. Six. He's sexy. You know, he's not loved by everybody. I feel because I know that no. like the opposition hates him because yeah. what what he'll do is after he'll throw down a savage dunk, he'll like bob his head real quick. Yeah, and, or, or get a technical like, for no yeah, reason. Yeah, get a technical yeah. for no reason, or he'll do like he'll get knocked down on a foul and he'll just start doing push-ups and like the other fans hate it. He blows <laughs> to the crowd. I he mean, is he's Iron just, He's Iron Man. Iron Man, that's I love it. Yeah, he's yeah. totally Iron Man. Good job. All right, so yeah. next we have Mikhail Bridges. Yeah, how would you describe him, Matthew? Very long. Yes. Just is Sammy, If you see this guy. Groot. You're like his, yeah. Yes. It's exactly it's Groot. I put Groot he's, too. Just, he's the longest arm dude I've ever seen in the NBA. His seriously, his hands go almost to the floor. He is crazy long. So I'm going Groot on him too as well. What's nice. his personality though? Though uh, he's he seems like he's, he just says I am Mikael Bridges. That's all he ever yeah, says. Basically, that's, that's doesn't what have one. Says. Yeah, he's similar to very quiet and stuff. No, he yeah. he's very he's chill, but I feel like he has a good funny personality that we don't see yet. He's kind of quieter, you know, because he's a rookie. It's his second year. But, Maybe uh, just like Groot, like only certain people could understand his language of just saying mm, I am Groot over and over. But the people geez. that do know him know that he's a good heart go. and he's funny. And yeah. he's this is quality guy. shit we're doing this right is here. Great. I love so this. You know. ah, perfect. So four for four. I love them all. all. Right. Nice. All right. So the last starter we have is DeAndre Ayton. He's our yeah. center. Matthew, how would you describe him? All right. So I'm going to describe him and give you guys my take or who I think he is. Okay. Um, so he's he's a funny guy he's fun loving he he's newer to playing basketball meaning like he's still honing his skills he's improving he's not yet reached his potential but he's also just you know the funny guy that likes to joke around and uses his laughs and stuff i feel like to get attention um so i would think maybe because we we're just talking about him um oh my gosh i already forgot his name laughs to get attention <laughs> yeah yeah who are we just talking about Wait, that? what Dare, or not daredevil who are we talking about deadpool deadpool there you go so deandre is deadpool funny? to you he is funny he's got like multiple I, personalities yeah multiple oh, personalities because they do that a lot to him in the comic books so they make him really crazy sometimes depends on who writes him right yeah, yeah true so i was thinking deadpool for him but i don't know what do you think do you have any other descriptive details for deandre Aiden? Um, obviously very tall, very, um, very just green. I would say, you know, he's, he's learning how to play the game. He's kind of, a, you know, he's a second year guy. He hasn't been playing yeah. basketball his whole life. So he's very technically sound, but he just doesn't have it all together yet, but he will eventually. Yeah. I don't know if that's Hawkeye. Hawkeye. No, Hawkeye's like that. sorry. Yeah. 
Can well, we do a mixture between him and Deadpool? Hawkeye and Deadpool? <laughs> Hawkeye and Deadpool. Don't just say Hawkeye just ruined it all. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I know nobody wants to be Hawkeye, but <laughs> Hawkeye kind of, he's a part of the team, the Avengers, you know, but he's yeah. he comes and goes. And they're always like, because he's, he's just kind of in his own world in a way, I guess. Okay. They're always like, he's always like, oh, I'm going to leave or whatever. And they're like, fine, leave, but you can't come back. And he just comes back. But like, but I, I want to come back now, guys. Yeah. And they're like, okay. Like, just like an abusive yeah. relationship or something. I don't know. But I don't know. I, I don't know about Deadpool, though. It seems because I don't know. Well, so he's here's still- who I have for DeAndre Ayton I have Black Panther. And the reason I do is because in the draft, he was the, you know, he's the king, right? Like, he's the number one overall pick. He's the guy yeah. who's supposed to deliver this franchise. If anybody now, remembers that. And now Luka Doncic is kind of taking that throne from him. And that's almost mm-hmm. kind of like Michael B. Jordan's uh, character yeah. in there. Who's Still like trying modern. to, yeah, who's trying to fight him for the right to be the king of Wakanda. So I feel like DeAndre uh-huh. Ayton has got to like kind of fight for his respect and uh, ability to be known as, you know, the top player coming out of that draft. So for me, he is Black Panther. Good. I like that yeah, one too. One. Wakanda yeah. forever. Yeah, All right, so here, here's a list. couple other guys we're going we're gonna to go through. Uh, you can't do this without talking about Aaron Baines, right? Mm-hmm. So yeah. you, how would you describe him, Matthew? A hard screen setter. Some dude that is a fan yeah. favorite. By far, he's a fan favorite, I think. Right, John? Or oh, yeah. Every, everyone loves this dude. He hustles his butt off. He can't really jump. But he, he's just always there as a physical tone setter. He's a um, brick shithouse. So maybe like the Hulk or something, but I don't really have a comparison because I came into this just thinking like Stephanie would have better ones than me. And John, obviously you've had great ones too. So who do you guys think he would be like? What do you think, Steph? Or do you need a better uh, description? Why don't you give more description, John? Because right now I just know he's a fan favorite. Fan favorite. And- he's from Australia. Okay. Uh, he's huge. He's what, like 6'10"? And he's yeah. just, he's a solid man dude. Like he is... If you were to draw a comic book character or take a member of the Suns and yes. say that guy's a comic book character, it's Aaron Baines. He is just loved for his physicality, his smash attitude. I mean, I'm kind of guiding you to I mean, the right yeah. answer. So the whole <laughs> he's whole. Yeah. Aaron Baines oh, okay. is Hulk. You watch this guy yeah. play. Yeah. And I mean, the way he, he just he, Aaron Baines smash. He, I mean, and he talks like does. that sometimes on the court. He's just like <laughs> he's just like grunts in weird ways. It's so. awesome. And yeah. people are awesome. are really entertained by him too. So without yeah. a doubt, yeah, Hulk, for sure. Yeah. All right, the next guy I want to talk about here is Javon Carter, this guy over here. Uh, he is small. You know, he's what, like 6'3", six, 6'2", six, Matthew, somewhere in there? Yeah, he's, well, he's probably six foot, yeah. yeah I would say six foot, yeah. So he, he's a small guy. He's just like a hardworking guy. He comes in off the bench and kind of saves the day, if you will, when he's having yeah. a good game. You know, he'll hit some big threes, and, and he plays unrelentless defense. He'll play full-court defense. Nobody does it in the NBA anymore. Javon Carter, C4, as I like to call him. He's explosive. Uh, that's what he does. So, like, if a squad in Marvel Universe is, like, down in the dumps, they're about to lose the battle, this guy comes in, and he can save the day. He can uh, change yep. the tone of everything. So, someone like that. Okay. So, give me a couple different people, actually. Like, um, I feel like a lot of them, you know, you know they come in and they kind of uplift yeah. the spirits and stuff like that. But Cap does that a lot. Um but I also feel like, let's see, who was I going to say? I just had a brain fart. John, you want to go? I, I have him as Rocket Raccoon, man. Mm. Okay. He's this little Very tenacious cool. son of a bitch yeah. who comes in and saves the day. 
you know, he, he gets the, gets, uh, the second team kind of going with just with the way that he plays and everyone kind of falls behind him. So that's who I had uh, C4 as. Yeah, no, that makes sense. Or also, you know, sometimes when Spider-Man would team up with people, he does, he does similar things, you know, he kind of gets yeah, people no, that's motivated because everybody that's gets motivated. Just, yeah. As soon as somebody sees Spider-Man, they're like, Oh, Spider-Man, let's let clean up my act real quick. You yeah. know what I mean? Everybody. Dude, those are both him. great. I love those. Do you have They're one, awesome. Matthew? I don't, not for him. But the Rocket <laughs> Raccoon, man, that, that's really good. Uh, Spider-Man, I can see that too as well. But that's who I would choose. All right. We got a couple couple other guys that I want to do. Uh, we have Frank, Fr- Frank Kaminsky right yeah. here. This guy right here, he's seven feet tall. He's kind of lengthy, kind of goofy. Uh, really funny guy. You know, he's yeah, been putting funny. out some uh, uh, videos recently of him during self quarantine and kind of his workout routine. And he just in his backyard, he's created like this obstacle course. And it's just a bunch yeah. of random dumb shit. And he like pops a beer at the end when he's done. And, uh, he's known to be the funny guy on the, on the bench. Uh, if you watch games, he's been injured for the past, well, the back part of the season before uh, yeah. COVID hit, but I mean, he's just cracking guys up. So in but my he, opinion, he's oh, more, sorry, the, he's more the Deadpool guy to me. I have him as oh, Deadpool. Yeah. his face is kind of long. Kind of looks like Deadpool's mask would fit fit right on top of there, but uh, that's who I have Frank as. So Frank too, like he, I feel like he has a lot of confidence in his abilities. Uh, he shoots the three. He's a guy that a lot of people don't like. I don't know, not trust in a way, kind of to like be on the floor. But then he'll he'll put up some good numbers and help the team win. Um, he reminds me of Drax because he has that funny, witty humor where it's very quiet. But if you listen to his interviews, like all of a sudden you hear him talk and say something like, "Oh my god, that was hilarious!" Like. It's just different from anything else we've seen. And, like, it just reminds me of Drax, where Jack, Drax will just, like, go and attack a whole spaceship by himself or something like that. Yeah. That just reminds me of Frank Kaminsky. I don't know why, but I, I choose like Drax. That. I like that. Yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, I think he's Wolverine. Ooh. Uh, ooh. I like it. The way he approaches things, he said he did an obstacle course and then chugged a beer at the end. He does things his own way, sounds like, and people don't like it all the time, but it gets the job done, and they don't expect it to get the job done, but it does. Yeah. Um, people put a little bit more trust in him. They, just because he's done things a little differently doesn't mean that they're wrong. But yeah, oh, cool. kinda, that is great. What is it? I like yeah. that one. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. All right. Oh. Uh, next up is Cam Johnson. Yeah. Uh, he's a rookie from North Carolina, and he's a three-point specialist. He comes in, isn't going to play a lot of defense, isn't going to dunk it, although he's done like two dunks all season. They were epic. Uh, but he just comes in and shoots threes, and he's deadly from downtown. Yeah. Um, but he's also a guy we drafted and we drafted him high and a lot of people didn't have him like that high as a draft pick. So he's came in and he surprised a lot of people with his play because he ended up being one of the best rookies in the draft. Yeah. Um, so maybe somebody in universe, Marvel universe, where you're like, eh, I don't want to see him on the screen, but then he surprises you in the comics or on the screen with his abilities. Oh, okay. So who did you pick? I, I have him as Nighthawk. Oh. Just because, you know, he's he can't miss a shot is what it feels like sometimes. Yeah. Kind of to Matthew's point, like, he'll come in and save the day. You don't even know if you want him to, but he does. Yeah. Uh, so that's who I had Cam Johnson as. Yeah, I had the guy that shoots the arrows, whatever, the guy that I can't remember his name yeah. right now for some Hawk reason. <laughs> that's who I, that's who I meant. That's who I meant. Was oh, Hawk. okay. Like, yeah. Nighthawk. I'm I like, like, yeah. Hawkeye, yeah. Yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> See? I don't even know his name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, so that's perfect. Any kind of three-point shooter that can just, you know – drill him that's the, that's hawkeye yeah i feel like he could be uh pretty much any female in the marvel universe because uh what they do in the comic books now is you know like they all oh, 
like Kitty Pride, like she's popular. She can shift through walls and you know things like that. Um, but she's like a leader, you know, now, and she, you know, she's really proven herself. And she, he could even be rogue, you know. She's she's higher on the totem pole now. Like, uh, you know, I guess you said that, that he surprised a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's kind of he just seems like one of the female characters that they really try to spice up a bit. Mm. Nice, nice. I take. like that. Uh, yeah, very, very good take. All right, we got two more to go. Two more to go. We're going to go with Dario Saric. How would you explain him, Matthew? So he's a guy that busts his butt on the court, doesn't get the respect. Well, actually, from the fans, maybe he doesn't get the respect. From, from the other players, he gets the respect. Uh, he, he has a dirty kind of game where it's old school. It's a get the job done down low. Uh, he can shoot the three, but also he's just not a very sexy player to watch. But he does get the job done, like I said. Um, so I don't know. Who would you guys choose for that? I have him as Drax. So he was my oh, Drax okay. pick. He's and the Drax. reason is it's because he's physical. He means well. You know, he doesn't always do the right thing because he's, you know, Drax is just so literal. So he doesn't really, mm-hmm. you know have uh nothing goes right over his head you know because he would catch it because he has the fastest hands but you know he just gets the job done he's physical and i like him you know i love drax in those movies and i love dario sarge too and what he brings not a lot of people think that uh he's a great addition to the team but he doesn't he doesn't have a high ceiling but he has a very uh but his floor isn't very low either and i feel like drax that's kind of his character good pick so he goes out there and busts his butt but people don't necessarily appreciate him because he does things a little unethically. Is that, is that yes. correct? Not oh, so much okay. unethically, so. but like not uh, flashy. You know, he's just kind of, he's like a garbage man. It's like if, if, if there was no garbage, garbage man during man. the coronavirus, everybody would be freaking out. Yeah. That's perfect uh, okay. too. Wow. Well, because hmm. at first I was going to say Scarlet Witch because nice. she comes back on the Avengers team after she, she does some really crazy stuff. Her character is op as that stands for overpowered i don't know that's too much nerd lingo but <laughs> that is so nerdy that's awesome that's but, OP. yeah she does things pretty unethically and kind of like for what she thinks is right um but she's crazy so i, I thought it, i took it a little differently but i think drax is probably better at the pick now that you explained him a little bit more nice cool. all right the last guy we're going to talk about is ellie akobo Mm. Matthew, they have him listed here on Suns.com as a forward slash guard. That is yeah, such horseshit. I mean, I, remember they used to run those three point guard things. Where yeah, but I mean, there, come on, don't so. put it on the web page. Yeah, so Elliot Kobo, he's he has high potential. I mean, we picked him later in the draft. A lot of people thought he might be like a good starting point guard for the Suns. He's never lived up to expectations. I feel like he's still learning. I would say, but it's his third year, so you would think you would get like a drift of who he is, a gist of who he is, and. I don't know. I don't see it. No one really sees it as a fan base, but he's, he's someone. French. You, yeah, you would think you'd. Oh, he's French. Is that why yeah. you chose him? Gambit. No, I'm just saying he's no. French Canadian. I, I like Gambit. I would uh, never. I would never say that uh, Elia Kobo is Gambit. That's a yeah. That's so a I'm knock like, on Gambit. <laughs> and the thing is, I don't really think anybody knows who Elia Kobo is yet, right? Like it's just he's Suns still out there turning do. the ball over and stuff. So yeah. I don't know. He's just not really a blip on my radar. What do you oh. think, Steph? You could be Jubilee. Yeah, so with perfect. <laughs> Thank you. That was a good one. Who's, who's Jubilee? Okay, so exactly. she's, she's <laughs> a Asian-American, uh, like 15, 16-year-old girl. She has these powers. It's literally like fireworks coming out of her hands. They're, they're pretty lame. 
Uh, but she's yeah. kind of like the <laughs> the uh, introductory character that shows you who the X Men are, and yeah, she's just basically like an intro character, and she's okay. she's she's kind of a running joke. And they even try to make her cool by turning her into a vampire. And let me tell you, that's just nothing that can help that girl because. <laughs> can't put lipstick That's on a pig <laughs> <laughs> i could see elio kobo as a vampire too because he just sucks he sucks the life <laughs> yeah. out of the game whenever he comes in yeah <laughs> that's good see that that's expert analysis right there i'm gonna yeah, that's like perfect. he's the last one i'd written down i just had him written down as ant-man because oh, yeah. he was like the worst movie <laughs> of all of the mcu movies i was not a big fan of the ant-man movies uh i love paul rudd uh, but I just oh, I didn't like really, I, I just really didn't, it didn't hit me right. I don't know. Maybe yeah. I, I saw it at a weird time in my life. I don't know. I just was not a fan <laughs> of the Ant-Man movies. Michael Douglas, no, you know, I feel yeah. like they're just trying to like, you know, write some guys in there. Just, you know, Michael Douglas is like, I want to be in the MCU. It's the only way I can get a job anymore. So they wrote him a, uh, a, a part in a movie. I don't know. I just wasn't a big fan of it. And I'm not a huge fan of Elliot Kobo. You know, I think that he steals Javon Carter's minutes. Javon Carter it has a more effective per 36. His defense is clearly better. And Elliot Kobo, as much as I want him to be successful, just like every son, there's no son. I'm like, I want him to suck. But, it, you know, unless yeah. it's like Marquise Chris or uh, Eric Bledsoe. But for the most part, you know, he comes in and I just – I haven't seen the progression that I want from a second-year uh, point guard, whereas Javon Carter, who's also a second-year point guard, is showcasing that promise. So, uh, again, he's just – he's my Ant-Man to your wasp. No, Ant-Man, that's actually really good because Ant-Man is one of the most hated characters, I feel like, in the Marvel Universe because there's something that he, him and Wasp obviously have always been an item, um, <laughs> but Michael Douglas's character was the original Ant-Man and he slapped the Wasp, and so that's always been a big thing. Like, he, he went crazy and slapped her, so anybody that talks about Ant-Man, you can't talk about Ant-Man without talking about domestic abuse. Um, is a big thing. Elio Kobo, I don't know if he's done of domestic abuse. No, 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 no. I'm just saying like, it's just interesting that he's, that's, he's just not a very well-liked character. That's great. So uh, do you guys got anything else on the MCU? Uh, I wanted to have an uh, honorable mention yes. of uh, Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse. Uh, that is the best Spider-Man movie, in my opinion, ever made. It's Sony, but it's still Marvel. Um, I just want to throw that one out there. That one, I'm sorry. Is yeah. No, it's really good. Have you seen that one yet, Sean? I haven't, and I know it stares oh, at me. Every time it. I log into Netflix, I stare at it, and I just... You just got to watch it. I end up watching, like, the Back to the Future trilogy, like <laughs> I just did over the past, like, seven hours. So, Oh, my gosh. <laughs> but I definitely need to, because I, I mean, and I love animation, especially when it's done right, and it looks like it's done revolutionary in that movie. Yes. Yeah. It's just a good... It's just a great movie. Also, in my opinion, I feel uh, Miles Morales is the better Spider-Man Peter Parker's very much, you could tell the era that he was kind of created. Yeah. The older white guys uh, making, and I feel like a lot of people that like Spider-Man, besides like little kids, you know, because he's cool, like guys will be like, oh, he's got, because Mary Jane is supposed to be a supermodel, okay? She's supposed to be smoking hot, regardless of what the movies portray. That's what she's supposed to be. And it gave every nerdy white guy that feeling like, he's got a super a supermodel girlfriend. Yeah. I, Mm. He's very self-loathing at times, and he can be very self-destructive. And Miles Morales just has more of that confidence that I admire. So just want to throw that out. Yeah, no, it's a good take. 
I like that. Yeah. I had uh, one more question too for Stephanie. Uh, she's a big Rogue fan, obviously. So Rogue's going to be in, um, which movie is it coming up? Uh, then Captain Marvel 2. So Okay. Oh, really? Yeah. So because she's the one, Rogue is very OP, um, in my opinion. And she's very uh, pushed under the rug because then you realize like she could probably defeat anybody. So what do you do when you've got to fight a villain? You send her on a different mission so that it doesn't get wrapped up in one day. Um, but <laughs> in the comics she drains the life out of carol danvers because you know if she touches you she absorbs uh, all your memories and everything all your essence she takes all of it um so she did that to carol danvers she tried to kill her because she used to be a villain so she i think that that's what they're going to do um is probably put her in there hopefully they make her attractive you know hasn't been done well before <laughs> with her so that yeah. yeah i know that sounds shallow but let's be real it's just comic books people you know yeah i, I hope that that's the direction they go with it <laughs> if they do decide to do that see that would be cool to have that power just as like a normal human being like walking down the street you give someone a high five and like all of a sudden you got their bank account information <laughs> yeah <laughs> you could do yeah. some really she, messed up things with that but then you might catch is. something else too i don't know oh it's true <laughs> that's <laughs> Well, you got the clap now. Oh, so. no, not the chlamydia. No, clap, not the clap. <laughs> well, I think, I think on that note, uh, you know, again, thanks, thanks, Steph, for joining the Sun's Jam Session pod. Uh, it's nice to have an MCU expert amongst us. Uh, that's your superhero power, as you know, MCU. So thank you so much for joining us on the pod. Yeah, it was exciting. Oh, had fun. Good, thank good. And, and Matthew, yeah, thank, thank you, you, as always, for uh, waking up and, and jamming with the jam session. Uh, you know, this, yeah, is, man. this is John again. You can follow me on Twitter at Darth Voida. You can follow Matthew Lissy on Twitter at Matthew Lissy. And you can follow Steph on Twitter. No, sorry. Not yet. <laughs> I'm pretty lame. Don't follow Steph at all. Uh, yeah. But again, thank you so much, everybody, for hanging out with the Sun's Jam Session. Again, you can email the show, Sun's Jam Session at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, follow us on Instagram, whatever. Uh, <laughs> thank you so much for hanging out today, and thank you for listening. Now, thank you, everybody, and stay home and love your family. Amen.